0: Welcome to Empowering Her with Monica, the podcast for every woman. Empowering conversations for women, about women, and with women. Conversations on navigating and surviving the storms of life, self-care, sisterhood, parenting, and much more. More importantly, will empower sisters to find hope in every situation, embrace her authentic self, and reclaim her power. Join me for empowering her with Monica. Hello, and thank you for joining me I'm Monica, your host for Empowering Her with Monica and it's February we're talking about teen dating violence Um, last session we discussed um, the different types of abuse and I shared with you that 1 in 8 females and 1 in 26 males have experienced dating violence and so and most times they have experienced this dating violence by before the age of 18. so this week in this session we're going to talk about uh, i think i want to help the parents out a little bit more and so i'm going to share some information this week to help you understand some of the things that your kids are Or could be, if not your child, maybe it's another child that you know, your child's friend, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, um, that they may be experiencing in in a a relationship that they're in. So um, stay tuned for Empowering Her with Monica. Thank you for joining me for empowering her with Monica. Um, Let me share again those statistics um, for teen dating violence. So um, in 2021, the CDC published that one in 14 males and one in 11 females have experienced physical dating violence. And then one in eight females 1 in 26 males have experienced sexual dating violence. <clears throat> so that's twenty 26% females and 15% of the males who have experienced sexual or physical violence, they experienced it before the age of 18. I don't know about y'all, but that worries me. That scares me. So I'm sharing this with you to help you get the conversation started at your house with the teens in your life that you love and you care for. Um, because guess what? If there are teens in there in abusive relationships, then we gotta be concerned and worried that they're gonna become adults in abusive relationships. So let's get into it. so here so one thing i think is very important and i think it's an an obvious fact is that teens often look for the uh, approval of other teens and so oftentimes you find that teens stick with a girlfriend or boyfriend because their friends think they should so parents you know, a lot of times, you know, if they break it off with the superstar football player, the superstar cheerleader, um, then they they lose that their their status in the school. They're not the pop with the popular crowd anymore, and so oftentimes because of this, they will stay in an abusive relationship with a young man. Or a young lady who does not treat them the way they deserve to be treated. Um, They will tolerate being called out their name, being hit on, because the peer pressure, the peer approval is just that important to them. So that's how you can, that's one way in to start the conversation at your house is talk about peer pressure. Peer approval. Ask your child what it means to them. Um, Is it important to them? What does it mean to them? What happens if they're not a cheerleader anymore? What happens if they're not with or a part of the superstar football team or basketball team or whatever it is, whatever clique or club or group they belong to? What happens if that Group is dismantled. How do they feel? Does their life revolve around that group? Or how about this? Does their life currently revolve around that person they're dating? So then the other thing is, and we all know this to be true, and this may even be true for for a lot of adults, there's a lack of dating experience. I find that um, when I worked in the brick and mortar school and I worked mostly in elementary school, however, when they get to be like fourth, fifth grade, that's when they start really, you know, kind of liking the boys, liking the girls, the girls liking the boys. And, you know, so that's when you start hearing about my boyfriend, my girlfriend, i I like him, you know, whatever. So by the time they get to middle school, they're really in, in a place where they're starting to think that they're in a serious relationship. They, they love somebody and that's my man and that's my boo and all this kind of carrying on. And, but they have no experience with dating relationships or experience as far as What do you do when you go on a date? They just know they've always only been around that person in class or in school. What happens when they actually get in a situation, whether it be middle school, high school, whatever, when they actually are out on a date with this person? What happens then? And so a lot of times um, some people have, you know, ideas about what should go on on a date. You know, um, do, do does a girl have to kiss you at the end of the night? Does he have to pay? I personally, now my kids are grown, so this is just me throwing out my opinion. But I think right until they're probably junior, senior year, high school. Group dating is is a really safe way to go, especially in this day and time. I just don't... I don't know. um, Social media, you know, there's so much more for parents to consider and worry about when it comes to their teens dating now. So... I don't know. And then you have to talk to your kids so that they're prepared for what could happen. You don't know. You don't know who they're dating. You don't know. You know where they tell you they're going. And I'm not saying, oh, wait a minute, don't nobody email me, text me, you know, inbox me saying, my child not alive. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is you cannot be with your child 24-7. And they may have left your house with the intention on going to whatever said place they said they were going. But what if they got there and it was closed? What if they got there and the tickets were sold out? What if they got there and they couldn't get in? And so now the plan changes. So now have you been informed of plan B? Or did they just go on with plan B? And then, you know, so now they're in a different environment. These are things to think about parents. So I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna let that marinate. And then we're gonna come back and talk more about teen dating and hopefully help parents get the conversation on not just talking about dating, but teen dating violence. Stay tuned for Empowering Her with Monica. And we're back. Thank you for joining me with Empowering Her with Monica. And so we're talking about teen dating violence and just kind of going over, sharing some information about things that are challenges for our teens, um, And that could possibly lead to um dating balance and so um now i don't i haven't heard a whole lot about teen pregnancy um recently recently oh excuse me y'all teen pregnancy and i haven't heard a lot about it in the news or um in going on here lately um but i do know that it's still an issue um and so oftentimes young ladies um experience dating violence and or abuse should they become pregnant Um, they're at greater risk of experiencing um, dating violence and abuse when they're pregnant Um, and sometimes the pregnancy could be a result of abuse sexual abuse and so and then that's a whole uh, that's another discussion for another day but sometimes teens um and and this is all a part of sexual abuse but sometimes in dating relationships you know there have been cases where teens were forced the boyfriend didn't want them to take their pills or their birth control, or they didn't want to use the, um, the condoms or, um, and so for me, that's probably, that's as bad as raping somebody because you're, you're still forcing them to do something sexually that they don't want to do. Um, pregnant teens are, are judged very harshly. Um, They're frowned upon, they're, um, you know, they have, they take the walk of shame very, and it's not just once, you know, I think especially we've all experienced that walk of shame at some point in our life. And um, for those of you, if you don't know what that is, the walk of shame, then okay, that's another show too but i think we all can agree that um that teen mothers are frowned upon and they're looked at with you know the eyebrows pushed up and in a different way um and because of that um you know, they're judged and so they're isolated oftentimes in families and they're verbally abused a lot of times at home by the parent. So if they should have a partner who makes them feel comfortable and, and but then maybe hits them when they get mad with them or whatever the situation may be, then they accept it because at least they don't do it all the time. I'm just throwing something out there for you to think about. Um, but the isolation for teen mothers is very real. Um, they often, they deal with the self blame, they deal with depression. Um, they are, they lose friends. So I was 19 when, um, I was pregnant with my first daughter. And so, yeah, I wasn't like 14, 15 in high school. I had graduated from high school. However, the walk of shame still still felt the same for me. The isolation still was very hard. Um, The depression was still hard. Um, So, I can't even imagine what it would have been like to have have been in a situation where I had an abusive partner at that time to, you know, to manipulate me or to control me when I already had all those other emotions going on within me. So um, let's be mindful. Of we all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. And the truth be told, uh, some of us didn't get caught as a teen pregnant. But we got close. We were worried. We, you know. So let's be mindful that when you look at a teen and see them going through that who are you to judge don't do that you don't know how they got to where they are and don't just assume that they wanted it okay i'm gonna get off of that so sexual orientation also plays into um abusive relationships when it comes to teens um there please be clear that abuse with any kind of abuse, dating violence, domestic violence, sexual violence, physical, financial, emotional. It is not limited to relationships with a man and a woman or a male and a female. Gay and lesbian relationships experience abuse abuse as well. Let's just, let's be very clear about that. and because teens often fear homophobia, and um, when you know, and then there's the isolation, um, you know, it used to be the thing about coming out the closet. So, guess what? There's still some teens who, and, and not just teens, there's still some grown-ups grown or adults who are struggling with their sexuality. And if they're involved in a relationship with somebody, this could be used to manipulate them. This could be used to violate them. This could be used to take advantage of them. So parents, this is another something for you to put in, in your your little your notebook for a conversation topic with your child. Um, Even if your child is not gay or lesbian, they may have, have a friend, that is. They may have, there may be a relative, that is. Substance abuse. Unfortunately, yes, teens experience substance abuse. Um, Zendaya is doing her thing on Euphoria. She is playing that role. Um But that is so scary to see a teenager that young and just, I mean, and the drugs have has overtaken her life. Wow. But unfortunately, sometimes, life can be so heavy. And then, it, you know, and it's not always about problems. It's not always... Sometimes kids get bored and they try things. And, you know, sometimes the wrong person can be in the crowd. And again, peer pressure is crazy. So parents, please, please have some conversations with your, your teens. And and my advice is don't wait till their teens to have those conversations. And then guess what? You know, I just, I believe in having honest discussions with your children. I believe in having age appropriate conversations with your children, but, I get real crazy when parents don't want to talk to their kids about things. Because guess what? If they come to you and ask you about it, they already know something about it. So that means they've heard it. They've seen it. They know something about it. And you need to address it. Now, if they ask you and it catches you off guard and you're not prepared in that very moment to answer the question, I get that. And say that. So, you know what? This is is not a good time for us to have that discussion. I'm not prepared. Let me gather my thoughts. And let's talk later because if you don't teach them if you don't talk to them guess what the kids at school will the people at school will the streets will they're going to learn it with or without you so my healing work for this week is talk to your teens Talk to your children. Talk about something other than hair, shoes, sports, makeup. Talk to them about something you have never talked to them about before. Have an open and honest discussion with your kids about some things. And one more bit of advice. Parents, quit acting like you ain't never been a teen before. Oh, my God. You have been there. You have done that. Quit trying to act like you were holier than thou. Quit trying to act like you were just Miss Perfect, Mr. Perfect. You ain't never did nothing wrong. And no, my girls know all about me. Your mama stayed on punishment, honey. I booked the system every chance I got. I had a phone, and I think my phone stayed in my daddy's room one year, the whole, probably almost the whole year. I never got to talk on the phone. One of my good friends from school, she and I talked, I think that was, you know, we were having a conversation in December. She said, girl, do you know I still have all those letters you used to write? Because I was on punishment, I couldn't talk on the phone, so I wrote letters to all my little friends. She says she has every one of the letters that I wrote her. Parents, you're human. And your kids know it. And the very things that you're trying to hide from them, guess what? They see it. They've heard about it. It's spilling out on the side of your mask. So just, just have an honest, open discussion with them. Now, I'm not saying you got to tell them, you know, all your business. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, they're not privy to all that. But what I am saying is let them know that you were a teenager. You did do some stuff. You tried it. You know, my daughter did something one time, messed up her curfew. And I couldn't do nothing but laugh. And I told her, I said, girl, I invented that trick. You can't use that on me. We got a good laugh on it, but guess what? She still got put on punishment. But I let her know, okay, I see you. I did that too, but (laughs) no, we're not doing that. So, thank you for tuning in. This is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. Please take some time to talk to your teens about dating relationships, about dating violence, Setting some boundaries. Yeah, we got to get into that. And, you know, if you need some help, hit your girl up. I, I have no problem talking to your team. Um, I'm a life coach. If you need me to work with them and help them set some boundaries for themselves or, for, or other people in them, in their lives, I can do that too. But thank you for tuning in to Empowering Her with Monica. Be blessed, fam. Thank you for tuning in to Empowering Her with Monica, a Daylight Ink production. To connect with Monica, please visit Facebook at I Am Daylight or Instagram I Am Daylight or you may visit our website at daylightinc.org.